Record is hit. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm just going to hang out for a little bit. But these things are short, so we got to get to it. Get to it. Getting to it. I am Ryan Shortstop McKenna. I don't fucking know. I'm Harland Unplucked Gem Grant. <laughs> Where the Doddlers. Where the Doddlers on the Doddlers. Philosophy Shorts. Kilts and briefs and whatever you want to call it, we're a yep ensemble. They're not pants. Yeah, indeed. All right. Uh, this is uh, this is a short, so we got a certain thing we do, right? Where we 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 have a little tiny, quick little format that we that I that I try to not forget, but I often do. So uh, you, you want to ask, or do you want me to ask? Who's asking here? Should have decided before we turned the mics on, right? Sure, should have. Are, are we shit. professionals or what? No. No. <laughs> I'll ask. Harland. Yes! <laughs> good fucking Christ. I can always depend on you for a good padded piece of silence in this. What's your take on stupidity? I hate it. <laughs> Can we do that? Answer comes up a lot on Dawdler shorts. Yeah, for sure. For short. <laughs> I'm not a big fan, but I see a lot of it. I sometimes label myself in with a unfortunately small but very high quality grouping of chimps that call ourselves. The misanthropes, <laughs> including such eminent members as everyone from Heraclitus and Diogenes to Bill Hicks and George Carlin, from Jonathan Swift to Mark Twain to H.L. Mencken, and of course, Fred Nitsch. Nietzsche. <laughs> we think yeah. that there's a lot of stupid people. And we lament that fact from time to time. Recently, somebody dredged up an obscure old article, and it made the rounds on social media, on the internet. And it was apparently from this guy I had never heard of before, 20th century economic historian named Carlo Cipolla. Chipotle. Yes, Chipotle. I did it. Uh, C-I-P-O-L-L-A this Italian dude who was a economist and he wrote an article entitled The Basic Laws of Human Stupidity which well encapsulates many of my thoughts on the matter so I'll briefly run through the five laws and a couple of little quotes from this paper that I quite liked. But the first and most basic law of human stupidity is <laughs> always and inevitably 
everyone underestimates the number of stupid individuals in circulation. <laughs> I, love the, I get the intrude. I love that he's like in circulation. Like, you know, it's like some kind of machine. Well, he's an economist. You yeah, know? yeah. I just love it. Just like, you know, he's like, he's already demoted stupid people to just like, you know, whatever, fucking particles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no matter how high are one's estimates of human stupidity, one is repeatedly and recurrently startled by the fact that A, people <laughs> whom one had once judged rational and, and intelligent turn out to be unashamedly stupid, and B, day after day with unceasing monotony, one is harassed in one's activities by stupid individuals who appear suddenly and unexpectedly in the most inconvenient of places at the most improbable moments. I also like his <laughs> writing style. Yeah, no, for sure. Sorry, my dog is barking. Indeed. And growling. <clears throat> but uh, I love the um, the whole thing about shit. The whole thing about uh, the you know the uh, <laughs> being harassed by them. You know, because I think that's you know, I'm just being like, what? Like, why are you harassing me? Who are you? Yeah. You know, like, because <laughs> that totally is what it is. You know, and I just think I watch a lot of YouTube. And it's sort of a cathartic thing to watch, like, all the fails, fail videos, oh, yeah. what they we, call them, like, fail army, or whatever. We like those things, yep. And and then the road rage. I think there's one called Fury Road. It's hilarious. But those those are them a lot of the time. They're just sort of like, well, I'm just, I know there's a car there, but I'm just going to change lanes. You know? Like, <laughs> Make like, way. Why is this happening? Yeah, exactly. Like, it's the stupid people. Anyway, sorry. Go. Continue. The second one I really like and might be worthy of some discussion. The second law is this. The probability that a certain person be stupid is independent of any other characteristic of that person. I find that <laughs> one quite insightful, and I don't think other people appreciate this enough. Even, even some of us cynics. That... It doesn't matter what office you hold, what job you have. It you know you could be the president, huh? right? Believe it or not, <laughs> you can you can take professors at universities. You can take fast food workers. You can take any you know whatever group it is. You right. could take a race. You could take a gender. You can take a profession. It doesn't matter any characteristic you want to name. The percentage, the probability of stupid, stupidity being found in any given example example of that class is in, is equally likely. Yeah. I really, I like <laughs> that one a lot. Oh, yeah. No, that one's good. I think it might be in part because I do have, I tend to use these heuristics like, oh, well, this is one of my professors and I'm just a mere college kid. Yeah surely they know more than I do, and then they turn out to be stupid, and I become a little confounded by this yeah, yeah. and get frustrated. It's... Or I'm like, well, you're the professional, and I'm a nobody <laughs> when I'm at the car mechanic or when I'm at the restaurant or wherever I am. Yep. But nope, they're just fucking stupid. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, and it's a certain proportion of car mechanics out there or of so it's not like you're like well because you do this you are stupid you know 
It's now you could be or president. Because you do this, you are yeah. intelligent. Right, exactly. But it can go either way. You can be pleasantly surprised and find an intelligent person banging their head against the wall somewhere. in a in an in a place you wouldn't have expected. For sure. No, I, I remember I, had a, I have a friend who he worked for FedEx, and he was you know he is a, an intelligent person, but you know he just happened to be surrounded by some pretty stupid people, and so he was you know hankering hard to get out of that job. Well, it was a job. Who wouldn't be hankering to get out? Oh, that's that's good. That's nice. We can do jobs on another. Yeah. <laughs> I hadn't thought of that one yet, but that should be a short. That would be a good one. Title. Oh yeah. Mark. We can talk about David Graeber's new book and uh-huh. everything. All right. Yeah, yeah. The third and golden Ooh. basic law is where we finally get into the definition because you know typical dawdlers listeners are going to be like yeah they're talking about stupidity but what do you even mean what's your definition <laughs> so chipola chipotle has a definition <laughs> and his comes out in the third law a stupid person is a person who causes losses to another person or group of persons while himself deriving no gain and possibly even incurring losses yeah classic so his definition of a stupid person or a stupid act is one in which the doer hurts other people and gets nothing out of it except and maybe even hurts themselves. Yeah, exactly. The That's even better. Right. Uh uh-huh. hit themselves in the And crotch. then he, he makes one of those four quadrant Uh-huh. Graphs. You know, the little Cartesian graph mm-hmm. of <laughs> The y-axis is like benefiting others or hurting others is the up and down. And then side to side is benefiting yourself or hurting yourself. And stupid people are in the lower left because they they hurt themselves and they cause losses to others. Right. But then there are three other types of people. And going clockwise around, someone who takes losses to themselves but benefits others, he calls a helpless person. Yep, they're annoying too. Because they're, you know, they're out there, they're kind of giving and giving, but they're suffering yep. themselves, but they help other people. I'm not going to continue going clockwise because we got to save them for last. So then, <laughs> in the lower right, where you benefit yourself, but you hurt others, are the bandits. Yep. And in the article, he talks m- second most after stupid people about bandits because he finds them a little bit interesting. <laughs> But yeah, they're gonna they're harm their society. They might harm you, but at least they're benefiting. So he respects them for at least being rational and thinks, well, us intelligent people, at least with a bandit, you can deal with them if you can identify their banditry, because then at least they're rational, whatever. Mm-hmm. And th- and then finally, the final little quadrant is if you benefit others and yourself at the same time, you are an intelligent person. Exactly. And that's where that's where we find the intelligent folks. Yep. Yeah, there's a lot of parallels in this with other research in other areas, although I'm not quite sure if we would say that this was anything other than just him just like one day having an idea and then just putting it down and just being technically oriented so he ends up putting a graph together. I mean, we kind of did something, I'm guessing, sort of similar with this 
you know, truth seeking, game playing, kind of, you know, our little triumph joy. Episode thing. three. <laughs> Episode three. So I mean, it's sort of, you know, I think there's sort of something. It's it's along this these lines, but it's not based on hot air. You know, it's it's got some qualities to it that I think you could that are easily relatable. And he, in very short prose, explained things explains things really nice and clearly without getting too bogged down in like extra details on the thesis or whatever. He just kind of gives you what he's saying yeah. and then he leaves. You know, it's pretty much how it looks to me. Me too. Maybe because of law number four. <laughs> Non-stupid people. So that's the three other categories. Right. The intelligent, the bandits, and the helpless. But So that's what that's all about. Non-stupid people always underestimate the damaging power of stupid individuals. In particular, <laughs> non-stupid people constantly forget that at all times and places, under any circumstances, to deal and or associate with <laughs> stupid people always turns out to be a costly mistake. <laughs> yep. So maybe that explains why he just says his piece and gets out of here, because he's like, most of the people who read this article are going to be fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like, I don't know if he benefited, but I definitely feel like I'm benefiting from this article. I'm benefiting. <laughs> oh, you bet. Yeah, for sure. And uh, yeah, I, it, it, it's just kind of one of those things I have to say before it's over anyway, that I, I kind of wish I'd written it. I wish I'd come up with this, you know? Oh yeah, me too. Totally. <laughs> anyway, I think I was. I think when it was written, I was dead then. But yeah, uh, yeah, you, you still. You were long gone. Scooped. <laughs> uh, law five: A stupid person is the most dangerous type of person. <laughs> They're like on the Serengeti. They're like the big five. There's the hippos, the lions, the stupid person. And this is where he goes more into the whole like bandits they do bad shit but at least they can be dealt with but it's these stupid people that are the real danger to us as individuals and to society as a whole but i and then there's you know some prose paragraphs in betwixt all these laws go check it out the title is the basic laws of human stupidity go read that if you if you're interested i liked it a lot i remember since being a little punk kid having what I called the PSP back before that was a gaming device. Mm. The people are stupid principle and trying to, by giving it this handy, brief little acronymic label, keep it fresh in my mind as much as possible so that it <laughs> annoyed and confused me less as I attempted to engage with my conspecifics and was constantly pissed off and at at how I perceived so many of them so much of the time to be doing stupid shit. And I'm not quite over that little adolescent <laughs> opinion yet. Yeah. I still most of the time feel that humanity as a whole and most individual humans are stupid. Yeah. For me, I it... it... <sighs> I'm so, I'm often preoccupied with other things, and so for some reason I don't I, I have some kind of buffer barrier that if I'm not feeling 
100% or if I'm feeling like 20%, let's put it that way. It doesn't take much to cut through that. And then I kind of, it, I kind of lose my shit. And I was, I sent you something today from Twitter because today is hashtag world cancer day. And I got nothing. I mean, I, I'm not like damn people with cancer. I mean, for all we know, I could get it myself one day. I just, you know what I mean? Like I have no, nothing against the plight of individuals and their families and friends we all kind of fall into that in some way. So, caveat. But some moron wrote for Twitter or whatever. This was the tagline. Help to create a world without cancer by joining the conversation. That's just so fucking stupid. How are you, you going to fight cancer? You know, create a world without cancer by talking to other people like how is that even possible what is joining the conversation even about and obviously my thinking is that this is a work of bandits not stupid people or stupid people under the employ of bandits and the bandits are like <laughs> we'll just send this guy out there because it's like join the conversation what do you get if we all just put hashtag world cancer day does somebody get money like is somebody like ding you know like oh thank you for this beautiful golden trophy filled with gems and gold blocks you know or whatever like it just doesn't make any sense to me and well at the same time i think well this whole like join the conversation it's all trying to be positive but it's dumb it doesn't make any sense uh, and so uh, there's that part of it i also was just thinking like you know everyone i was watching the super bowl which was that was like the super bowl to this year in particular was just it falls into the stupid category where like it costs you everything and, and, and maybe even costs them something too or whatever. But the commercials were just, everything was so fucking serious because nobody wanted to like make a joke that then would get them in trouble and all this kind of stuff. So everything was just extra moronic and just, uh, very unaware of itself, you know, o aware of everything of getting into trouble. But then in the process, what it decided to do, whether it was a commercial or it was just some part of the Super Bowl itself, halftime or whatever, it was all just morons, you know, behaving without any sense of like, oh, what does this maybe look like? Or how does this sound or anything? And it was all very much in this vein of like, you know, help to create a world without cancer by joining the conversation. This mm -hmm. just so stupid. So stupid. I, it just, it, it annoys me to no end how stupid that is. You can't talk down diseases. Like it's just stupid. Holy fuck. <laughs> the way I think about things, I wouldn't be surprised if someone behind it was more like a bandit, and it was just that they were taking advantage of all the stupid people who get the yeah. endorphin rush by participating in such a thing and feel as though they are contributing to something. I think it was Zizek that had a little critique of this kind of behavior and he was pointing to i think starbucks for a while was doing something where if you buy this particular amount of money or if you get this beverage we donate whatever percent 
whatever trivial percent <laughs> to some African cause or some charity. And he was railing on about how evil that is because it allows for people, stupid people, <laughs> to feel as though they're making a difference when they do what they were going to do anyway. Spend a bunch of overpriced money on some fancy beverage at a Starbucks on the way to their fucking job in America. Where Oh, but now they get to think, oh, I'm helping the starving African children because they got yeah. two pennies that probably don't even, by the time it gets there, maybe it's two hundredths of a penny. I don't know. Yeah, because of bureaucracy, blah, blah, blah. But that we have all these things and it tricks people to think they're doing something. That's what the cancer thing reminds me of. Yeah, I mean, it definitely is a is a trick, but I don't know what anyone actually gains from it because it's not sponsored by anybody. Like, it's not Pepsi, you know, being like, hey, hashtag World Cancer Day. So I'm like, okay. And that's the other thing is that it makes sense when a company wants to align itself with some values that it perceives to be relevant at the moment. So then, you know, world peace and everyone's looking incredibly good and healthy and all that kind of stuff. And they all have Coke or Pepsi in their hand and it just, it's pathetic, but it makes it, there is some, again, that's the bandit to me. It's, it's rational, you know, like you can clearly see what they're trying to do. You know, get the stupid people to buy the fucking shit. But this is like, who benefits from this? Join the conversation. Not uh, like God. I don't know. I, 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 if I focus on this for too long, it's like the um, Lewis Black joke about he was. It's the bit that he had back probably in the fucking nineties, where he was talking about sitting in a diner in Middle America or someplace, Pennsylvania, or wherever it was. He was just on his way. Not to say that Middle America is bad. Hey, here I am. Here I am. Yeah, exactly. Quit flying over me. So, (laughs) but he was talking about how he heard some woman say to her friend, and he this is the whole bit. He's like, he just hears this because she's on the other side of the booth, the seat, you know, in the you know in the diner, and he hears her go, "If it weren't for my horse." I would have never made it through college. And he's like talking about, he's like that fucking shit gets in your hair, ear and in your head. And he starts talking about, how he's like tossing and turning in bed, like at home, just like if it weren't for my horse, I wouldn't have made it through college. If it weren't for me, like, and he's like, I could just see him being, you know, the spazzy kind of comedian that he is, you know, personality, just jumping out of bed and you know, just being like, what the fuck? You know, like, <laughs> and that's also and that's the what these thing. examples of stupidity do to you you're saying yeah if i Tweet don't with the hashtag yeah. and cure cancer the hashtag and fuck, yeah fuck. exactly yes yeah i become lewis black in a hurry about it so i can't focus on it too much more or well you know the only way to comprehend what mathematicians mean by infinity is to contemplate the extent of human stupidity as voltaire <laughs> wrote Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, you uh, you want to be put on the spot? Yeah, yeah. You fucking do. He's he's like, <sighs> is <laughs> the big T, the big orange president, a uh, bandit or a stupid person? Oh, that's a great question. Um, where's that graph? <laughs> 
<laughs> Where would he be on that graph? I think he's just on the line because he's he is stupid. Everyone's like, no, he's very. Stupid. I'm like, no, you shut up. Uh, even like that Nassim Nicholas Taleb is like, oh, he's very smart. I'm like, yeah, he's manipulative. I don't know if that means he's smart, but I, he definitely is taking advantage of people. Almost, if we go down in those two quadrants, we'll get almost everybody. But there is going to be a disagreement between those who are the kind of Scott Adams types or whatever. They're like, oh, no, no, Trump, he knows everything he's doing. He's a genius. Yeah, he's, you know, making the world worse, whatever. But it's all for his own benefit, and he's doing... And I think many of his voters thought that. The the sort of voter that thinks, oh, well, he's this businessman he's very successful he's a billionaire he must be very very smart sure maybe he's selfish but that's a good thing blah blah blah. and they kind of think see him as a bandit and then there's a bunch of the rest of us who just think that he's a fucking stupid and it doesn't matter that's another class that you can take chipotle Mm. the rich there's a certain population subsection of the american populace that seems to think if you have money or if you have success in some domain, yeah, they just infer that you must be an intelligent person. Because, well, surely he wouldn't be rich and famous if he were stupid. Wrong! Yeah. It doesn't... Whatever sure. other characteristic you have, including being president of the United States, uh-huh. it's independent from whether or not you're stupid. And we've had... You know, a not insignificant number of stupid presidents. And I think that this one is. I'm going to say, if I had to put my money, it would be on stupid rather than bandit. Yeah. I mean, maybe he's a stupid person who learned some bandit habits or something like that. Because, I mean, maybe you could, Some it seems to me, a lot of journalists out there who do these exposés would say that his dad was a bandit. So maybe he learned just from his dad, you know, how to be a bandit, but he's a total moron, you know. Um, but you know, he was also apparently given everything, his head start and he squandered it. So he's an idiot, you know, it's like, he's not, you know, benefiting himself all the way. He's also losing on his own. He's got some capital because he's always had it. Right. And so then he's never hit rock bottom and he's just incredibly selfish. So he's always going to make sure he's okay. You know, when it push comes to shove, he's definitely stupid. He's not smart. And people talk about how he can't even fucking read and shit, and they got to give him, like, Adderall or mm-hmm. whatever to just get him to sit there and read cards. So, I mean, whatever. He probably has a lot of problems. But somehow all of them just come together and make him a force that a lot of people, for some reason, just cannot resist falling into or whatever. Well, whether you're stupid or not, thanks for listening to the Toddler's Philosophy Shorts on Stupidity. Ding dong. I'm going to end the episode with another quote that I kind of enjoyed from our buddy, Kurt Vonnegut. Okay. It runs as follows, quote, If I were a younger man, I would write a history of human stupidity. And I would climb to the top of Mount McCabe and lie down on my back with my history for a pillow. And I would take from the ground some of the blue-white poison that makes statues of men, and I would make a statue of myself lying on my back, grinning horribly and thumbing my nose at (laughs) you-know-who.
She said, if it weren't for my horse, I wouldn't have spent that year in college. I'll repeat that. I'll repeat that because that's the kind of sentence when you hear it, your brain comes to a screeching halt. And the left-hand side of the brain looks at the right-hand side of the brain and goes, it's dark in here. And we may die. She said if it weren't for my horse, giddy up, giddy up, let's go. I wouldn't have spent that year in college, a degree-granting institution. Don't, don't think about that sentence for more than three minutes or blood will shoot out your nose. The American medical profession doesn't know why we get an aneurysm. It's when a blood vessel bursts in our head for no apparent reason. There's a reason. You're at the mall one day and somebody over there says the dumbest thing you've ever heard and it goes in your ear. So you turn around to see if your friends heard it. Because if your friends heard it and you can talk about what the jackass said, then it'll be gone. But your friends are over here and they're pretending that they're going to buy a cellular phone. And they're not going to buy a cellular phone because they don't even understand how the rate structure works. So you turn back. You turn back to find the person who said it. Because if you ask him a question like, what the fuck are you talking about? Then it'll go away. But they're gone. And now those words are in your head. And those words don't go away. Because the way I see it, 7% of our brain functions all the time. Because 99% of everything that happens is the same old stuff. We get it, okay, right, move on. Get it, go ahead. Every so often, something like that happens. If it weren't for my horse, I wouldn't have spent that year in college. And your brain goes, let's figure it out! Son of a bitch, I wonder what that's about. I wonder, was she riding the horse to school? No, she wouldn't be riding the horse to school. Maybe it was a polo pony. She got a polo pony scholarship. Maybe she sold the horse, and that's how she was betting on her. What the fuck? And then you realize that anybody who went to college would never say anything that stupid in public. And as soon as you have that thought, your eyes close, and the next morning they find you dead in your bathroom. Thank you, that was the correct length of the laugh. You know what happened to the rest of you?